It is the Mike Wimacher Show here on WMAY, 927, 947, 970 AM. Appreciate you tuning in on a Wednesday morning. And we're excited right off the hop to be joined by wildlife biologists, survivalists, and hosts a new show debuting this Sunday on Animal Planet and Discovery Plus, Mysterious Animals. Welcome to the program, Forrest Galante. Good morning, Forrest. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, the new show, we, we talked a little bit uh, uh, off air. New show looks absolutely wild, literally and figuratively. But before we get to that, you have a really interesting upbringing. As I was researching you for this interview, you grew up and spent a good amount of time living in Zimbabwe. Uh, what was that experience like and how did it shape who you are today and what you do? Yeah, that's correct. So, yeah, I, I was raised in Zimbabwe, Africa, son of a safari business owner, grew up on a farm on the outskirts of town. So if I wasn't in school, I was barefoot in the bush, regardless <laughs> of uh, where or when it was. And so I uh, I grew up, you know, pretty bloody feral, to be quite honest. And uh, it, it, uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. In fact, I'm trying to figure out how to do that for my son. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a fence. It, it was an idyllic childhood. I'm not saying it didn't come with its own set of challenges, but I lived in the bush. I caught cobras on the weekends and fished in the dam and just sort of ran wild until uh, Zimbabwe went through such terrible political turmoil in the early 2000s and my family had to, uh, had to flee the country. But, yeah, as far as a childhood goes, it, it couldn't have been more exciting or more interesting. I was going to say, you say idyllic. I don't know how many people's idyllic childhood involves catching cobras. Did you know how dangerous they were, or were you just like, eh, it's a snake, it's a, it's an animal, I just want to catch it? You know, 50-50. You remember when you're young and, right. and fearless and stupid. And, you know, at the end of the day, look, my sister works in fashion, and she grew up the same way. So at the end of the day, I think it was sort of hardwired into me. Right. Yeah, you know, and I, I think whether I've been living in – Zimbabwe or been living in Kansas, I think it w- would have been the same thing. I just would have been catching different critters and running around chasing different things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, it was trying to grab spiders so I could become Spider-Man, and none of them were ever radioactive, and I just ended up with a lot of spider bites as a just, kid. <laughs> you know, just keep trying. That's yeah. my advice. Get more bites. I love it. We're talking with uh, wildlife biologist uh, Forrest Galante. He's got the new show, Mysterious Animals, debuting this Sunday on Animal Planet and Discovery+. Plus. Tell us a little bit about this show uh, and what you guys are trying to accomplish with it. Yeah, so Mysterious Creatures with Forrest Galante is it's the show where I used to do a show called Extinction Alive on Animal Planet, awesome show. We travel the world looking for animals that are presumed to be extinct. Well, on this new show, in Mysterious Creatures, I am actually trying to sort of take on extinction before it occurs. Hmm. So we travel the world breaking down myths and misconceptions about animals, you know, things that are misunderstandings, um, and and looking at the human-wildlife conflict that is built around those myths and misconceptions and attempting to resolve it. You know, we travel all around the world. We do some incredible conflict mitigation, moving elephants, catching man-eating crocodiles, uh, relocating animals that are very dangerous, and I don't want to give away too many spoilers. Right, right. it's because they built up these mythological ideas behind them. For instance, when we went to the Andes of Peru, there was a creature called the Awanshi that was supposed to be a small, hairy man. Well, of course, it's not a small, hairy man. It's an animal that resembles a small, hairy man. I won't give away the ending. But, um, you know, we have to get to the bottom of what that creature is and then fix the problem. 
So there is a lot of research then that must go into each and every expedition that you go on. So as, as much as it seems like thrilling to the viewers, take us behind the scenes of how much research goes into it before you go into that particular area and try to find that animal. Yeah, I try and explain this, you know. People think that it's all it's all just hopping from one location to the next, but the truth is for every hour of TV that you watch, that is weeks in the field, months of preparation and years of research that culminate in that single hour. You know, we are spending tons and tons of time, energy, and resources getting permits, tracking down these stories and these problems and, and, and this information and then really digging into how can we go there, how can we resolve it, how do we investigate it, you know, how do we get all the all the permits to do it, how do we get all the necessary, mm. everything they can take place. And it's um, it's a lot of work, but it's, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Between this show, A Mysterious Creatures, and Extinct or Alive, uh, what is there a white whale out there for you that you still haven't been able to come in contact with, or, or what's that animal that would be like the pinnacle for you? You know, there's, there's there's a lot of wildlife I'd love to work with, and you know, there's so many species on this planet. If I could work with any animal in the world, it would probably be the gharial, which is a species of crocodilian with an incredible elongated face. If I could find any animal that was a Lazarus taxon, which means you know presumed extinct but could still be out there, it would be the thylacine, the Tasmanian tiger, which is a very famous one in my world. Um, you know, and the list goes on and on. There are birds I'd love to see. There are turtles that would be incredible to swim with, sharks that I've never worked with. And, and so although I've done a heck of a lot, I, I don't think I'll ever sort of check all the boxes of things I want to do and see. We're talking with uh, wildlife biologist uh, Forrest Galante, new show on Animal Planet Discovery Plus, Mysterious Creatures. You say you've, been, you, you've experienced a lot in your life. I want to read you a quote that I found at Wikipedia. It says, I've been, bitten by a venomous, sure. I've been bitten by a venomous snake in a plane crash, mauled by a lion, charged by a hippo, stung by a man-of-war jellyfish, bitten by a shark, in a car wreck, tumbled off a waterfall, and stabbed by a stingray. So I have to ask you, are you the luckiest or unluckiest man alive? Because those are a lot of unlucky things, but you're still standing after all of it. it that, I am the luckiest guy alive because <laughs> I get to to do those things that end up in those stupid situations. And so all of those are my fault, nobody else's. I wouldn't have it any other way. Which was the most harrowing? I mean, people think, you know, when they see a hippo, a gentle, majestic creature, but those things can be mean. They're incredibly dangerous. People have no idea. I think Disney and Camtasia and things like that. (laughs) And I'm glad that people love them. I'd rather people think they're cute and cuddly than deadly and scary, but... Boy, oh, boy, are they deadly scary. <laughs> what was, um, what was, I, uh, go ahead. What was going through your mind then when you got charged by a hippo? Yeah, I've had two really close calls with the hippos. One when one came out of a pan on land and charged me mouth open. I felt the heat of its breath. It was so close. And I had to push my girlfriend behind a termite mound to keep her from getting bitten in half. And I dove, scrambled up a tree. Another time where one hit my canoe. So two really close calls that... Um, you know, time sort of slows down. It's, it's, I'm sure, you know, if anybody's ever been in a car accident or, or had something like that, time sort of slows down right when those moments happen and you just you let instinct kick in and fortunately nothing <laughs> hasn't got me yet. Forrest Galante, I could talk to you for hours and hours because I have a feeling we just scratched the surface uh, about the show and just about all your amazing encounters. So 
definitely love to have you back on the show sometime so we can talk some more. Best of luck with uh, the new show, Mysterious Creatures with Forrest Galante, Animal Planet Discovery Plus this Sunday. Fascinating conversation and hope to have you back on the show some other time, my friend. Anytime, Mike. Thanks for having me. All right. That is Forrest Galante, wildlife biologist and host of new show debuting this Sunday on Animal Planet Discovery Plus, Mysterious Creatures. Yeah, we just scratched the surface. That is a, that's an actual quote that, that he had all those experiences. Can you imagine just for a moment experiencing the hot breath of a hippo as it charges you and still being calm about the whole situation and being smart enough to push your girlfriend behind a termite mound and then run up a tree to get away from the hippo? Cool dude. Look forward to watching the show this Sunday on Animal Planet. If you missed any of that interview, you can go ahead. Yes, yes, Jim? I just want to give you a little update on uh, Captain Kirk in oh, space. Oh, okay. Not there yet. Uh, the, the launch is on hold again temporarily. They had a brief pause uh, about half an hour ago for, quote, vehicle readiness. Then they resumed the countdown. It was supposed to have launched uh, right around 9 o'clock hour time, but it's on hold again since they're doing final checks. Uh, Captain Kirk going to space is great and all, but the guy I just talked to got mauled, almost mauled by a lion, charged by a hippo, <laughs> bit by a venomous snake, was in a plane crash, a car wreck, and he's still walking, and stung by a stingray. So, Croc Hunter, he's got that over you. They should let him go to space, too. Right, actually. they really should. Forrest should be up there. He'd probably find some type of weird creature out in the, uh, out in the ether. Probably, probably would. So, well, thank you for that I'm update. I'm expecting Shadow to come back with tribbles anyway, but... Uh... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we'll keep. Is, is he coming with it? What was it? The, I've never watched Star Trek. Was it the red shirts? That, yeah. they were always the, the, people. the red shirts. Don't come back. That's what I'm saying. Is he taking one with him just in case well, something haven't, happens? Haven't you seen the Photoshop? They uh, they photoshopped uh, the the whole crew with Shatner in a captain's uh, suit and the others in red shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So thank you for that update. I know we'll keep you updated, and hopefully eventually uh, old Captain Kirk makes it into space.